Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Welcome, Callum. Good morning. There was a tremendous sell-off on Friday of around $10 per barrel. The market has recovered some of those losses this morning. Was this a massive overreaction? Well, we don't really know. I mean, this, of course, was driven by the emergence of the Omicron um, variant of COVID. And as we we don't really know what... Uh, we don't really have enough data to go on on this new new um, variant. It's it's impossible to know how the market ought to react to it. Um, there is a risk that vaccines may be less effective at preventing serious illness um, connected with this this variant. And and if that does uh, prove to be the case, that then there's a danger of uh, widespread travel restrictions, and that would inevitably hit oil demand. But uh, details at the moment are rather sketchy. I mean, there was a, an interview. Um, with, with a doctor who, who uh, first recorded symptoms of the new variant, um, who was interviewed by the BBC over the weekend, and uh, she was reporting that symptoms were generally very mild. So that, if that proves to be the case, then that could suggest this whole thing is a storm in a teacup. Um, but we don't really know enough about what the impact on more vulnerable people might might be. That's the problem. So we need to wait for more scientific data. Uh, in the meantime, it, it's it's really very hard to know how the market ought to behave and. It's very likely that uh, markets could move very strongly on any bit of information that, that gives some in, insight in, into the, the variant as, it, as that uh, information um, becomes available. And we can probably see correlated movements across asset markets with oil and equities and so on move, moving in sympathy in reaction to that kind of news. OPEC is meeting on Thursday to decide on its output for January. How might these developments affect its decision? Well, OPEC Plus have the same uh, uncertainties that they're facing as everybody else uh, relating to Omicron. But uh, on top of that, of course, there's also been the recent reserve uh, release announcements. Now, we know that the Saudis and various others uh, in OPEC are, are worried about oversupply next year. And in fact, the Saudi energy minister recently warned about the possibility of oversupply next month. Um, on the other hand, uh, the Russians are saying, they don't uh, see the need to vary the existing plan, which is to continue adding 400,000 barrels per day um, every month. And that would include um, for, for January, which will be the, 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 the month under discussion when they meet on Thursday. So it's sort of very familiar uh, battle lines, really, between the Russians and the Saudis. Um, of course, for the, for the Russians, they uh, tend to be protected by by weakness in the ruble when there's uncertainty about uh, about oil and the ruble's been weakening anyway because of the worries about what uh, Putin might be about to do in in the Ukraine. Um, so, in spite of the the recent sell-off, uh, oil in ruble terms is still the highest it's ever been. So you can see, or around that, the highest it's ever been. So you, you can see why uh, that the Russians are not so concerned about it as as the Saudis are. And where do you think the market will go from here? Well, I think there's certainly hope in the market that OPEC Plus will not increase output on uh, when, when they meet on Thursday, that they'll they'll just decide to pause their increases and, and wait and see see uh, what, what happens with Omicron. Um, so consequently, I think if they do go ahead and increase by 400,000 barrels per day, um, that will be perceived negatively uh, by the market. Um, then on to the technical position. Well, although... Uh, certainly a large part of the severity of the movement on Friday was down to thin liquidity because we had the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday 
and, and, and hence uh, less liquidity in the market than usual. And so that enables the, the, the market to move uh, more aggressively than perhaps it might otherwise have done. Um, but nevertheless, uh, the fact is that it did break some significant technical levels. So we went through the 100-day moving average at $77 per barrel uh, and tentatively broke the 200-day moving average, uh, which was around $72, $80 per barrel, and also made a, a tentative break on the uptrend since last April. Um, so I think the market, technically speaking, is in quite a precarious position at, at the moment. Um, but But having said that, I think it's also pricing for a relatively bad outcome on, on Omicron. So if if there is uh, credible scientific evidence that comes out in the, you know, the coming days and weeks that suggests actually it's not really that bad, um, then there'll be good upside for the market. But we, we just don't know how that's going to play out at the moment. As always, thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.